Hello and welcome to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny. Today is Monday, October 23rd, and I hope that you are having a wonderful day. I hope you had a great weekend. I hope your week is off to a good start. I hope you're having a good Monday. Now, if this is your first time listening to the show, I, of course, want to say welcome. Welcome to the show. My Daily Trivia is a 10-round quiz show with no specific themes, topics, or categories. But we do have a new episode every day, Monday through Friday, with each day getting progressively harder. So, of course, as mentioned, it's the end of the weekend. It's the beginning of the week. It is Monday, which means that today is going to be the easiest day of the week. That's right. We're starting off the week easy. Now, as always, if you find this episode to be a bit too challenging, I think you should still listen to the later episodes later this week. Uh, We're, of course, going to have some fun. There's going to be some good questions. And you never know, you might surprise yourself. You might know the answer to some pretty difficult questions. On the other hand, if you find this episode to be a bit too simple, well, I still think you should tune in tomorrow because we're going to make it a little bit harder. But without any further delay, let's get into today's round of Monday questions with question number one. What is the number of degrees in a circle? And the answer there is 360. A degree, which is usually denoted by the little circle that goes right up by the number, is a measurement of a plane angle in which one full rotation is 360 degrees. The original motivation for choosing the degree as a unit of rotations and angles is actually unknown. One theory states that it is related to the fact that 360 is approximately the number of days in a year. Ancient astronomers noticed that the sun, which follows through the elliptic path over the course of a year, seems to advance in its path by approximately one degree each day. Uh, Some ancient calendars, such as the Persian calendar and the Babylonian calendar, used 360 days for a year. The use of a calendar with 360 days may be related to the use of sexagismal numbers. So, once again, the circle, 360 degrees, but a calendar year, 365. So, if you forget one, you can kind of use the other to try to remember. Okay? Good. Let's move on to question number two. What sport does Cristiano Ronaldo play? And of course, the answer there is soccer or football, depending on where you live. Cristiano Ronaldo dos Santos Evero. Uh, by the way, that's his real name. I did not know that. I thought Cristiano Ronaldo was perhaps his first and last name. But in fact, his full name is Cristiano Ronaldo dos Santos Evero. He was born on February 5th, 1985. He is a Portuguese professional footballer who plays as a forward four and captains both Saudi Pro League club Al Nasser and the Portugal national team. Widely regarded as one of the greatest players of all time, Ronaldo has won five Ballon d'Or awards, a record three UEFA best player in Europe, and four European golden shoes, the most by a European player. 
He has won 34 trophies in his career, including seven league titles, five UEFA Champions Leagues, and the UEFA European Championship and the UEF Nations League. So all of that is accomplished by Cristiano Ronaldo, and all of that was in soccer or football. Again, depending on where you live. I live in America, so we call it soccer. Football is something a little different. But Cristiano Ronaldo, nonetheless, a very accomplished athlete in that sport. Question number three. In which ocean is the Bermuda Triangle located? And that would be the Atlantic Ocean. The Bermuda Triangle, also known as the Devil's Triangle, is an urban legend focused on a loosely defined region in the western part of the North Atlantic Ocean, where a number of aircraft and ships are said to have disappeared under mysterious circumstances. The idea of the area is uniquely prone to disappearances arose in the mid-20th century, but most reputable sources dismiss the idea that there is any mystery. Now, I remember as a kid learning about the Bermuda Triangle, hearing that it was a dangerous place to fly through or take a boat through. I remember thinking it was a real problem. I remember being quite afraid of the Bermuda Triangle. I remember once my mom was taking a trip. I think she was going to the the Dominican Republic, maybe. I remember learning that she was going to be flying through the, uh, the Bermuda Triangle. I got quite worried, but evidently there was nothing to be too worried about. In any case, Bermuda Triangle, it's fictional, but it is located in the Atlantic Ocean. Moving on to question number four. Which U.S. state is known for peaches? And the answer there is Georgia. This can be a bit uh, misleading because while Georgia is on many consumers' minds, when it comes to you know fresh, juicy peaches, it's actually California um, that is the largest peach-producing state in the United States by a lot, actually. In 2022, California's harvest yielded 475,000 tons of fruit, with South Carolina at a way distant second at 6,400 tons and Georgia came in third place with the production at 24,000 tons. So 24,000 tons in Georgia compared to 475,000 tons in California. California is by far the largest producer of peaches in the state, or excuse me, in the United States. Uh, but the United States actually trails in peaches globally. It only produces about 5% of the world's total. The, uh, the number one producer is actually China, where peaches are native, and it produces 45% of the world crop. So China's the biggest producer in the world. California is the biggest producer in the United States, but Georgia is the one that's famous for it. Seems a little bizarre. Nonetheless, let's move on to question number five. Steve Harvey is a game show host. What show does he host? 
and Steve Harvey is the host of Family Feud. Family Feud is an American television game show created by Mark Goodson. It features two families who compete to name the most popular answers to survey questions in order to win cash and prizes. Within a year of its debut, the original version became the number one game show in daytime television. However, as viewing habits changed, the ratings actually declined. Steve Harvey, who became host in 2010, increased Nielsen's ratings significantly and eventually placed the program among the top three most popular syndicated television shows in the United States. Harvey has also surpassed every previous host in tenure. Now, I remember watching Steve Harvey host Family Feud for quite a number of years, thought he was great on the show. His expressions at some of the answers was always funny. Just, I thought he was a great host. So that's Steve Harvey, host of Family Feud. Question number six. Keep calm and carry on is the slogan of which nation? And that would be the United Kingdom. Great Britain, United Kingdom. That's right. Keep Calm and Carry On was a motivational poster produced by the government of the United Kingdom in 1939 in preparation for World War II. The poster was intended to raise the morale of the British public, threatened with widely predicted mass air attacks on major cities. Although nearly two and a half million copies were printed, and the Blitz did in fact take place, the poster was only rarely publicly displayed and was little known until a copy was rediscovered in 2000 at Barter Books, a bookshop in Alnwick. It has since been reissued by a number of private companies and has been used as a decorative theme for a range of products. Moving on to question number seven. Which country occupies half of South America's western coast. And that country is the country of Chile. Chile, officially the Republic of Chile, is a country located in western South America. It is the southernmost country in the world and closest to Antarctica, stretching along a narrow strip of land between the Andes Mountains and the Pacific Ocean. Chile is among the longest north-south countries in the world. If one considers only mainland territory, Chile is unique within this group in its narrowness from east to west with the other long north-south countries, countries including Brazil, Russia, Canada, and the United States, among others all being much wider uh, from east to west by actually a factor of more than 10. So Chile is quite unique, and it actually occupies half, that's right, half of South America's western coast. Question number eight. What food does Popeye like to eat? And the answer there is, of course, spinach. 
Popeye the Sailor Man is a fictional cartoon character created by Elsie Chrysler Seagar. The character first appeared on January 17, 1929 in the Daily King Features comic strip called Thimble Theater. By the end of 1929, Popeye's strength had become a regularized fixture of his character, with spinach, by 1932, becoming the primary repository of his prowess. So I don't know if you ever watched the cartoon, but if you remember, sometimes when he gets in a fight with that other character, whose name I can't remember, he'll crack open a can of spinach, pop it all in his mouth, and all of a sudden, he, you know, he balloons up like he's the, you know, the Incredible Hulk, right? And all of a sudden, he has this amazing strength. Anyway, I've eaten spinach for years. I don't look anything like Popeye. Actually, I probably look better than Popeye. Popeye was kind of short. I think he had one eye. I'm tall. I have both my eyes, so maybe that's better. In any case, Popeye, he was always popping that spinach. Moving on to question number nine. What is the language of the Canadian province of Quebec? And the answer there is French. A multitude of languages have always been spoken in Canada. Prior to Confederation, the territories that would become Canada were home to over 70 distinct languages across 12 or so language families. Today, a majority of those indigenous languages are still spoken. However, most are endangered, and only about 0.6% of the Canadian population report as indigenous language as their mother tongue. Since the establishment of the Canadian state, English and French have become the co-official languages and are by far the most spoken languages in the country. According to the 2016 census, English and French are the mother tongues of 56% and 21.4% of Canadians, respectively. So, if you go to Quebec, Eastern Canada, you'll probably run into someone who speaks French as their native tongue. Moving on to our last question of the day, question number 10. What are the three primary colors? And those three are red, yellow, and blue. A set of primary colors consists of colorants, or colored light, that can be mixed in varying amounts to produce a gamut of colors. This is the essential method used to create the perception of a broad range of colors in, for example, electronic displays, color printing, and paintings. Color theorists since the 17th century and many artists and designers since that time have taken red, yellow, and blue to be the primary colors. This RYB system in, quote, traditional color theory is often used to order and compare colors and sometimes proposed as a system of mixing pigments to get a wide range of all colors. So those three primary colors from which all other colors stem, that is red, yellow, and blue. So that will conclude this round of my daily trivia. As always, if you found this round to be a bit too simple, 
encourage you to check in tomorrow. We're going to make it a little bit harder on Tuesday. And if you found this round to be a bit challenging, I still think you should listen to tomorrow's episode. You might have a good time. I want to thank all of you again for listening to My Daily Trivia. I'm your host, Danny, and I will see all of you tomorrow. <music>